0: Thank you for joining the podcast and welcome to the month of June. It is Pride Month. We love Pride Month. So we will be spending some time this month talking about pride. We will also spend some time talking about professional wellness. There's also post-traumatic stress disorder awareness in the month of June. There's actually like nine other things, but we can only be aware of so many. We are very aware of the traumatic state of the world right now. So we're going to do our best here at the Dr. Whisperer to bring you as many healers as possible. We hope that you will subscribe. And if you like this podcast, please do us a favor and write a review. And thank you again to our wonderful sponsor, Thai Technology. Check them out three months free if you mention the podcast or the show. Thank you for joining us. Stay well. Welcome to the show it's always my favorite when we get started with laughter especially during these insane times that we're living in so today i am so happy to bring you my dear friend lara okay her name is laura and that's how we say it in new york but i've always called laura lara yes you have so Laura Colin is mm-hmm. here with us. I also only knew her as Lara Mosscrop. Isn't she,
1: that a mouthful?
0: <laughs> isn't it though? It's almost as bad as mine, Feckety, right? And it was Cuthbert. You and I did not do well with the maiden names, but you did mm-hmm. better with the married name.
1: Well, that's what he said. I'm like, should I keep my name? He's like, I think you're trading up,
0: honey. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I guess Mosscrop said Colin is probably a trade up with your TikTok famous husband, who yes. will discuss be later. best leader. Yes. So um, just to give some framework to the audience today, Laura is a, an amazing friend, and I've known her from New York forever. I think 20s, early 20s.
1: Yeah, right? 20, 20 some odd years.
0: Yeah. So, and now I live far, far away here in Tampa Bay, and Laura is still in New York, Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> and... Laura has just completely done something I probably could have never imagined she'd do. But then when she told me she did it, I was like, of course, that's what you did. (laughs) So Laura created an app. What? What? (laughs) I know. It's so great. Called See Me Shine. And we're going to let Laura tell you about what See Me Shine is. Welcome to the show, Laura. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thank
1: you so much for having me, Sharon. It's uh, right back at you. You are amazing. Who would have thought 23-ish years ago where we were? And what you've accomplished is quite remarkable. And I'm very, very proud and
0: impressed with you. Thank you, my friend. welcome. back at you. Tell the audience about you. you and about this amazing app so i i'm
1: developing or designing an app i guess i get the the terms mixed up because you know i didn't know what i was doing before so i do have a, a background in technology and i had an idea for an app because i couldn't um there were a couple of problems i couldn't solve with being a dance mom with my lovely dancers and i'm like there's got to be an app for that and then i'm like oh there's no app for that so i'm thinking i'll i'll design an app i know how to use a computer And then I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even learn, figure out how to learn how to make an app. So I was, I found this man, Ed Howlett, who's uh, amazing and he's doing that work for me, but you know, we're designing this great app together and we're, um, so the app is It's kind of twofold, so it's a social it's let me start with a dance studio management tool where dance studios can use it to manage their registrations and their um, their class like rostering and payments and communication with dancers. And then there's also a separate side, which is social media for our young dancers. So I'm thinking kids that are dancing that are in elementary high school, you know, kids, young kids that are using social media. So, um, those kids will use see me shine to do social media with grownups that love them. Because right now, how do your kids get introduced? How do kids get introduced to social media? They hear about it from a friend and -hmm. they go on there by themselves and the parents don't know anything about it, or they know very little about it. And, um, and sometimes they, you know, and they can make mistakes, and that's totally understandable. But isn't it nice if they would be able to make mistakes with their parents or have conversations as they're learning how to use social media for the first time? So that's that's totally where I'm hoping this goes.
0: And we're just where, watch.
1: it's we're we're getting towards the very end. We're in the beta testing
0: stages right now, so we're getting close. The beta has been betaing. Yes, quite some time, because who knew it was going to be such a process. But so I want the audience to understand what was the problem. This is the thing I love most about entrepreneurs, especially when they're women friends of mine, (laughs) need more women entrepreneurs, building out apps, of course, women in tech, just women in tech, we need so many more women in tech. Um, And you will be that shining example for everybody. So what about what was the actual problem that you found in the world that you couldn't solve That's you said I need this like the real well like, here's
1: the funny
0: here's the funny thing dance. yeah well the funny thing is it's not worked
1: into the app yet the actual problem the actual problem was I was um, I have two dancers two girls that dance a lot and they have a bazillion costumes and it got to so we did our recital on a Sunday the Sunday before recital finally last minute Laura I'm looking through their things. I realize I'm missing a costume. Oh my gosh, I'm missing Jackie's acro costume and I'm missing her pants for her hip hop costume. And I'm freaking out. And so I'm making all these phone calls. Long story short, it all worked out in the end. But I thought, then I started to get like hyper vigilant about, I started recording. Like I made a list before the classes even started. And then I would check them off as they were coming in. And I thought there must be an app for this. And there's no app for that. So that's how it started. But then when I got working with, my, um, with the app designer and he and I just, it kind of just you know took a different route. Right. He had me, he said, this is what I want you to do. I guess he saw a little potential in what I was talking about the first mm-hmm. time I called him. Because actually I called him to see if there was any kind of um, tool I could use to make this app myself. And then he's like, this is what I want you to do. Make a list of everything that your dream app would do. And mm-hmm. then I did that. And then we had a conversation about it. And then he's like, Oh my gosh, God has his hand on this because we can do this and we could do that and we could do this and we could do that. And, you know, and that's how it blew up into everything except for the costume thing. I probably shouldn't say that out loud because I want it <laughs> to happen.
0: I, I want somebody that. else
1: to do it instead because I have a whole idea about that. But yeah. Who
0: knows? So, um, also, weren't you having some difficulty like, you know, and I find this a lot with um, camps, like for Cooper when he was growing up, like I wanted to see what was online and they didn't have like a schedule or whatever schedule they put out. It wasn't yeah, really. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, so, and that's another thing.
0: Me, you know, it was like very antiquated.
1: Yeah. So that's another thing. And that's one thing that I'm in love with. Our, our whole calendar is really pretty cool. So we have a calendar feature inside. So if your studio is a part of the See Me Shine, uses it as their social media, I'm sorry, as their um, dance studio management tool, then there's a a very robust calendar that will have all of your classes on there. It'll have all of your, um, and then any other extra events they may have, you can sign up for it and pay for it all through the app and it'll all appear on your calendar. And then also the messaging. So like. If you have um, some, they shoot out an email, here's your, you know, the costume guide for the, you know, whatever recital. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, I can't find that email. And I'm texting all my friends, who's got the email with the costume guide? And so there's a library in there too, where the, um, all the stuff will be. So oh, I can't find the costume guide. I'll go look in the library.
0: Yeah. I mean, and making it simple, you know, I, I was never big on using apps until somebody taught me how to use the Starbucks app. And then, oh, yeah, I was now, oh, well, look, I mean, I used it just this morning, <laughs> you know, and then especially during this time, you want to have access on your phone because this thing yeah. is coming everywhere with us. It's just, it's the most important thing we have now, which, you know, I'm not, I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but I, I would run back to my house. And if I left my phone, I might leave something else, but I, if I left my no. phone, I'd probably run back.
1: It's true. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. And even the kids do. I mean, once a kid gets a phone, you know, for good or bad, Yeah. You, know, you try to limit it. That's, you know, that's what they do. That's how they communicate. That's how, you know.
0: Everything. So let's talk about your purpose. Besides filling a need that was yeah. missing, I want, so I know that Lara was okay. always dancing. Yes. Yeah. Lara was always going to dance and she knew everything about dance, and I was just dancing at the club, okay? (laughs) I was just going to Webster Hall and coming home at four o'clock in the morning.
1: You're the only person I ever went to Webster
0: Hall with. And we went to the basement, didn't we? Yes, we did. (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) And we were one of the only white girls in the basement. Oh, that's so funny. Just the way I liked it, because that was my kind of music. I was all about hip hop. Rap, R and B, my whole life. And That's I right. could barely get anybody to come to Webster Hall with me. So of course Lara. <laughs> I probably had a I break. forgot about that, Sharon. <laughs> no, what what time did we come home? Oh who knows? I know. Like I would close that place out. Anyway. Oh back in the day. Oh back now in I can't the day. stay up until back after ten o'clock. Oh my gosh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So back when we were cool. So you always danced. Yes. And and now you have now you are like you know married and you're this you teach teachers technology mm-hmm. and you've had this whole unbelievable evolution and it all has come back to dance for you so what what was it about dance that that made you fall in love with this and, and have such a passion i just
1: always loved it i grew up dancing i was when i was little i was a dancer and then in in high school I got real serious about it. And then I even went to the Long Island School of the Arts for dance. And, um, and then it's so funny. I went to Alvin Ailey's for about 15 minutes and I went, Oh boy, I better get an education. (laughs) I was the total big fish, little pond girl. You know what I mean? But then I kept it up in college. I was on the in the on you know in the dance ensemble at college, and then when I came home, I kept it as my hobby just because I always loved it. I, you know, it's even hard, you know, when it, you're just meant to do something. You know what I mean? It's hard to almost put a, put a, a, put words to it, which is you know what's so amazing about dance. You don't have to put words to it. You know what I mean? You can really just express yourself without the words. You know and. Um, and it's funny because I was in, you know, I was close to thirty, and I'm looking around, and my hobbies keeping me with like sixteen-year-old girls, and I'm like, hmm, oh, maybe it. it's time I take up some yoga or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so I, I did my last nutcracker. I think I was thirty, maybe thirty-one, when I, when I did that. And then, um, you know, and then I realized it just wasn't for that wasn't fulfilling me anymore. And that's a, it's another thing I was talking to about somebody re, to somebody recently is that if you want, if after college, if you want to keep dancing for recreational purposes, there's very few things to do unless you're going to go hang out with teenagers. You know what I mean? So there's another niche that should be filled, but, um, there you go. After this one is done. What's that? After this one is done. After this one is done. (laughs) So, um, you know, and then it's funny after having children, I promised myself I wouldn't live vicariously through my girls. So I, they tried every single thing when they were babies. I, um, I put them in one dance class and I didn't, it didn't feel right for us yet. And then even Jackie, when she was little, she was in kindergarten, took a class. And then after that class was over, I'm like, was that fun? She's like, yep. I said, you can do it next year. She's like, nope. So she stopped for a little while. And my little one, I, I, she cried like the first two times. I'm like, I'm not putting my girl crying into a dance class. That's not going to happen. But then they just fell back and, you know, they fell in love with it themselves, you know? So, um, and I love being a dance mom. I love it. But I still, you know, they're at the phase now where sometimes, is it something that they're going to be serious about? Is it something they're not? And I really tell them all the time, this is your thing. You're not going to dance because of me. I, I have my app. We, I have friends now who all have their dancers. I can live it other ways because, um, you know, they still do love it. So we're there. But, you know, I really try very hard not to, like I said, live vicariously through my kids. You know?
0: Let me introduce you to our super awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. So, just so you know, everybody, fun fact. I used to be a project manager for a telecommunications company in New York City, back in the day before I started working with doctors. But I have known Thai Technology and I am a family friend of this company. That means I trust them and I trust that you work with them. So, you know, I would never refer anything out that I didn't believe in. They work with um, some of the biggest physician groups across the country. But the best thing is that they're local. They're here in Tampa Bay and they're from New York originally. So there couldn't be any more love than that. So, anybody that mentions the Dr. Whisperer podcast or you're a client, you get three months of free service. Oh, Check them out. Right. I don't push them yeah. out. No, I think that's well, and that's probably why they, they love it because mm. it's it's more their passion versus, you know, mom is forcing me to do something. Right. And I, I agree with you. I mean, I gave up softball um after playing with Shannon Foley. <laughs> and and they were good, you know, and, yeah, and they were they were yeah. hardcore. Yeah. And once I got, you know, I broke my ankle and then I got the um what was it the line drive to my lip (laughs) i thought i'm done and i was in my 30s you know and it is kind of amazing what happens when we get older we want to continue but it's just like you know it's time to shift yeah and um and i've always loved the idea for you for this app because you know they in tampa bay here the tutoro dance i think is Mm -hmm. huge when i ran pediatrics I mean it was like everybody was going to dance class after and then everybody was coming in with all their injuries oh, yeah. so I' love that you because you have a podcast and you yes. had recently interviewed um, chiropractors
1: yes of, of somebody that I danced that I grew up dancing with well yeah, we went yeah. to high school we went to dance together in high school um, doctors Dina and Rick Rosa and they spoke about that they, they have a real holistic approach to um, how they treat their patients and we spoke a little bit about you know, what you need to do to prevent these injuries it's um it was quite interesting
0: it was interesting i watched the whole thing and i agreed with all of it i love the holistic approach to anything yes so let me ask you um i know for me and it's it's funny that we mentioned webster hall (laughs) Mm. i needed to dance as a young adult who, cause I've told everybody, you know, I stopped drinking and doing drugs when I was 21 years old and I certainly wasn't ready to give up my life. Right. And I developed this real, um, like the self-esteem from just going mm-hmm. to New York city, which even, you know, everybody in Tampa Bay, when they hear you from New York, you're either from Brooklyn or Manhattan or, you know, they don't even, know, right, right, right. they don't always know Long Island exists right away, yeah. to go into Manhattan and dance was just like everything to me. Like it, mm-hmm. it helped me so much with my own mental health and feeling good about myself. And, and I'm sure that there was a piece of that for you as well. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm bringing that up, especially now because yeah. of what we're all going through, through these, um, these uh, whatever, mm-hmm. I, who, who the hell, I don't even want to put a name on it anymore. I know. Whatever time warp we're in some type of fun and expression to get out of what's going on is a good thing. Can you speak on that for a minute? yourself? Sure, I
1: can. And, you know, I don't know all the science behind it, but, you know, we all know that if you're moving your body and the endorphins and, you know, getting all that going is just so good for your body and your soul. And when you add music to it, there's a whole other thing that starts to happen. And it's, um, you know, you get to just release yourself a little bit and you get to express yourself a little bit. And um, especially if you're in a big crowd like that too, that's awesome where there's people around you and you're part of something that's bigger than yourself. And I know we can't do any of that right now, but, um, you know, certainly, and I was thinking of um, what's it, Grey's Anatomy. Did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? Oh
0: yeah, when it first how,
1: came How they would dance it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if things get too much and, you know, just... Let it all go and just move your body and, and get it all out. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing what movement can do. And like I said, and even like yoga, I, feel, I love, I don't do it enough because I always, uh, you know, I love doing, I always feel good after I do it, mm-hmm. but there's something about just moving your body. You know what I mean?
0: And um, move a muscle, change a thought. Oh, I never heard that one. I can't take credit. Cynthia, who I'm sure heard it from somebody else, right? But it's, yeah. it's true. When I feel bad about maybe what's happening in the world, or yeah. um, I'm either singing or dancing or riding my bike. Mm-hmm. But moving is so important. And I think right now, especially for the kiddos, yeah. their greatest expression right now, some of it has been through TikTok. Yeah. Yep. And social. It's true. It's true. Um, right? I mean, aren't they... They have this great form of expression there. Your husband, of course, is killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen too, too many, many lately, though. Say it again? I haven't seen too many lately of Michael.
1: I know. I, we were just talking about that the other day. I know he's falling off the wagon a little bit. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. And it's funny. Because- drums. What's that? You should play drums. We should play drums. It's true. We'd have to dust them off and they're somewhere in the garage.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, and it's funny because the the ones that do the the best for him are the ones where he dances and those are the most painful for him because he's got to learn it. And it, he, like even back in the day, he likes to dance. He would always, he would love, we used to dance all the time, but he never liked like the electric slide or right. any of those
0: Yes. I'm, anyway. I'm yeah. right with you, Michael. He can't do it.
1: He well, he's, he's doing it. Now. Yeah. He's getting better. He's getting better. And that's yeah, like, and it's funny because that, like you said, that's how kids socialize. So they're not feeling as disconnected. I don't think as we are because they're, you know, connecting the way they like to connect anyway. But the interesting thing, and it's so different because there's like the, the dance studio kind of dancing. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other stuff. And I just read an interesting article about how a lot of real trained dancers are having trouble with the whole TikTok thing because it's so different than than the way they're used to dancing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting. And I had a conversation with my daughter about it, I'm like my 12, uh, 12 year old, almost 13. And I said, does dance make you feel like you, you know? don't you love the way you can express yourself in the movement? And she's like,
0: hmm,
1: I don't know, not really. <laughs> she's more like you know they give her the steps she likes to execute the steps she likes to work hard at doing them but I think it's um it's different for the for kids you know what I mean totally and then when you get older though yeah um you know and this is another thing that I think dance is so amazing for is just and I'm going to bring it back to the the in, interview you did with Dr. Alex help me
0: Harris yeah. Dr.
1: Alex Harris he was talking about how um you know when when these um these protests are coming out and people are starting to act out. And he was talking about how people don't have language, like like t- relating it to toddlers, how toddlers kind of throw tantrums because they don't have the language, you know, when they're feeling these frustrations. Well, that's what dance can do too. You know what I mean? Like the, the choreographed dance, where some of the stories that can be told in a choreographed dance, it's like amazing. And if you look at anything Alvin Ailey does and Alvin Ailey has, um, has a Facebook page. Every week they're posting a different piece that they well, they're streaming a different piece, but they're only up for a week. And last week they did one called Greenwood. And I'm, I can't remember. It was based on some, an event that happened a long time ago where there was a lot of racial inequality and, um, and blacks were being, Um, attacked because they were too successful and the way they they showed this story through this dance it was like and this this story I mean it was choreographed not that long ago but the story itself it's like history just repeating itself and repeating itself but telling a whole tape getting a whole history lesson without even hearing a word you know what I mean it's like it's just amazing it's amazing and that's the thing right now you can find all that stuff online right now Everybody's putting their stuff online because we can't go they can't share it with us in person right now.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And um, I loved when he made that reference as well that um, Mm -hmm. We have to find forms of expression and not everybody not everybody's form of expression is just a conversation And so much art comes through dance and comes through music. And you know, um, like I mentioned to you before we got started today, the whole purpose of doing this show in particular was just to, you know, give out as much as I could about the healers that I know. And I don't see healers just as people that are doctors or uh, chiropractors or massage therapists. I see healers as people that offer a different type of healing. And I think that a lot of people find a lot of healing in dance and in music. I know that when I have to, Rob makes me every Friday. I haven't been very good at it lately though. I must admit. He makes me listen to music instead of business podcasts (laughs) because I'm so obsessed. I can be very obsessive about business and learning and, educating myself that I do need to have fun yes. and remember that in these times yeah. we also need, we need to dance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And your app is going to allow so many people to have, a, I love the fact that, because I know how many people have a problem with their children and social media and for good reason, you know, it's at this stage, this is how they're growing up. This is, you know, uh, this generation just has it in the, the playpen, I think, you know, yeah. as a form of, of learning and we're doing Zoom. Yeah, especially now. Now, get it. Yeah, like we're not going back, you know, we're just like, we're just going to stay with technology. Mm-hmm. All of these systems, colleges are going to be disrupted. You know, medicine has been disrupted by telehealth. I'm telewhispering. <laughs> that's awesome trying to throw in my new tagline as much as i can i just i discovered it over the weekend that's funny yeah but you know it it really is it's an art form and your app is going to help so many people because to be able to have the children um discuss and encourage each other about Mm -hmm. their self-esteem you and i've had many conversations about this it really is so vital that we have Children expressing themselves and then the, their supporters, their friends saying nice things and right. not bully them. It's, it, it leaves a huge impact on our lives, right? Yep. That's the hope. That's the hope. Yep. Well, I'm so excited and it's probably going to be out in July, but we're not sure, but we want I mean, to stay August. Too- we're, we're shooting for August-ish now. So oh, don't forget. I want you to talk about your bear behind you see Me shine, my see me bear. Aww. Express your love of dance there.
1: Look and at the wait, is, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait,
0: wait, He's wait. kind of like, what's wait. It? Bring it to the camera. Look, everybody, it's got an iPhone on the arm. <laughs> Hello. You can text. <laughs> For all of our people listening to the podcast, you're going to have to come to the video to see the bear. Yeah. So Express your love of dance. Yep, little see me
1: shine on the back. So yeah, he's our little brand ambassador because he's so cute. And then, you know, we're hoping that he kind of encourages people just to, you know, express your love of dance. Yes. In the app. Oh, look at the little feet. Let me see. Got a little Seamy shine on there too.
0: God, adorable. Well, I'm super proud of you. And I'm super proud of what you're doing. You're bringing more love, more healing to the world. Um, So solving more problems more women in tech, more women entrepreneurs. I'm so go. proud of you, Lara. Thank you so much, Sharon. We'll, we'll keep you all informed about See Me Shine. I know people are going to go crazy about it because God knows if I had girls, I'd want them to be booked via an app instead of getting an email about a schedule or something.
1: Right. That's so, what I want. Yeah. Thanks, Lara. You're welcome, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: You're welcome. And before I go, let me give a little shout out to bravadas who have provided me with this gorgeous wig today. Bet you didn't know. <laughs> oh, this is a wig. Mm-hmm. Never doing my hair again. Just saying. And I want one. <laughs> not, not spending any more money at the salon. Sorry, guys. There you go. Just wear a wig. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining Bye. us. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. TIE Technology. Check them out.